What is up, everyone? Corey Kingston here from the Drum Brigade. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, I would like to say hello to everyone and um, thank you guys for all the uh, the listeners and support that we get listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to the future of uh, making new podcasts, me and Funky Phil and some of the other usual suspects. We had so much fun on episode 100 with our buddies, Tosh and uh, Timbo and Kevin and Zach and Stoner and everybody that jumped in and played games with us. It's really cool doing a morning show for drummers. And so we're really grateful for that. So we're looking forward to coming back with that very soon here uh, in the next few weeks. And uh, me and Funky Phil have some really great, you know, exciting new plans that we're working on. But on another note, it's New Year's Day today, January 1st, 2021. We made it. We made it through 2020. Please, dear God, I hope 2021 is a better year. Holy moly. Uh, but we made it through. Uh, we have some scrapes. We have some bruises, but we're here. So, uh, again, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, this is not a bonus episode. This is not the Drum Brigade podcast. This is a new podcast that I'm launching solo. It's a solo mission. Uh, this podcast is called Acceptance. I'm going to get into all of that stuff on what it means to me, uh, what it means for Drum Brigade, and um, what this is going to be. So before I jump into the actual podcast, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about it and tell you a little bit about what we're doing or what I'm doing. So um, Drum Brigade podcast, first of all, is not going away. Drum Brigade podcast is, you know, something that we... I really love doing, I really appreciate, I really um, love working with Funky Phil. And, um, you know, so we are gonna continue the morning show for drummers, one. Two, um, I've been doing a lot of soul searching lately, a lot of improvement, a lot of new things. Uh, we started something new a few, maybe a month or two ago called Chops and Coffee. Um, waking up early, shedding with our uh, drum friends, um, learning something new, warming up, and spreading some positivity through that, through the Drum Brigade. So that's more along the lines of what Acceptance is, this podcast. Um, you know, my, I've, I've, like I said, guys, I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of trying to, you know, f figure out exactly what Drum Brigade is to me, to others and all of that stuff. So um, this is gonna be more of a, you know, me talking to you, me talking to followers, me talking to fans, me talking to friends, family, people, drummers, musicians, singers, anybody out there, I'm talking to you. And it's all about positivity, inspiration, motivation, uh, you know, feeling good, and most importantly about acceptance. Um, especially in our community, in the drum community. So uh, I'm really, again, grateful, stoked, excited uh, to start this new. Um, I wanted to do this on New Year's Day for some reason. It just, it wasn't about a New Year's resolution or any, I, you know, anybody who knows me knows I don't do any of that stuff. I'm not into doing something just because of the day or, you know, or because it's a, a holiday that, you know, people are accustomed to following. That's not my thing. But for some reason, you know, this year has been such a, a crazy year that 
we kind of need a fresh start. And so it feels like, you know, even though things are not far from being back to normal, uh, yeah, man, jumping into a new year, it just feels like it's, it's a fresh start. And, um, you know, why not, why not do this now? So this kind of came up on a whim. It wasn't really something that was thoroughly planned. You know, I wanted to do a personal podcast, a solo podcast, a little bit more serious of a podcast um, by myself for a long time. And I was going to take that in a different direction and, and tell road stories and things that have happened over the years of my touring career as a drummer and all that stuff. But, um, you know, this just kind of came up on a whim and was like, something that I feel strongly about and something that I feel like I need to do and I should do and I feel like people need to hear what I got to say so so that's what this podcast is about um it's not a jokey funny hokey morning show kind of thing not that that's bad again I love I listen to the drum brigade podcast and I'm the host of the drum brigade podcast which is weird but uh, <laughs> no I I'm just saying that uh, this is a little bit more uh I guess direct a little bit more um, planned out it's you know it's not just drummers hanging out or musicians hanging out this is more of you know a motivating type of leadership role that I've been taking on more and more with my company and um, something that I'm trying to take on more and um, you know really hone in on and focus on for podcasting as well. So I hope you guys enjoy. This is the podcast acceptance. The word is acceptance. It's a weird word that acceptance can be taken in a lot of different ways. For me, acceptance is very powerful. It's something that I really, really believe in. It's something that I really feel strongly about. It's something that I've been trying to say for a long time in my business, through my teaching, through our apparel, even on the Drum Brigade podcast. It's something that I'm constantly trying to get across to my people or to the people that follow Drum Brigade. But what is it to you? What does acceptance mean to you? What does acceptance mean to me? Well, it's funny. I've asked a few people. I've asked a few people in my circle, I guess. And it's funny how different that word is to some people. It means something so different to a lot of different people. I told my wife that my core value word is acceptance. It's belonging it's acceptance. And she didn't take it the way that I took it. She said that can be a dangerous word. She wasn't wrong, really. But she kind of took it just how she took it. It could mean that to her, accepting somebody means you have to change who you are. You have to change your values, your beliefs, your convictions, your integrity to follow them, to accept who they are. That's not what it means to me. I asked one of my students, what do you think about the word acceptance? He's a younger student. 
And he just told me something like really general, you know? Oh, you mean like when you accept something from somebody? And I was like, well, yeah, but like, what does it mean to you? And it's kind of funny because that word acceptance or belonging, those two words really resonate with me strongly, like I said. So what does it mean to me? Well, to me, all of us are constantly looking to be accepted. Everything we do, we want to have acceptance. We want to feel a sense of belonging. Everything I've done in my life has been with that in mind, or at least it seems like that sometimes. So when I think about people in the world or people in my community, my friends, my family, my students, or just people walking down the street, you know, I, I, I've been doing that lately and I start noticing that, man, like, why is this guy doing that? Why is that girl, you know, dressed like this? Why are people on social media doing what they're doing? Think about it. Everything that we do is to gain acceptance. So, you know, like people, if you ask people what the, what the most important thing is to them, uh, some would say their family, some would say God, you know, some would say uh, my husband, my brother, my sister, whatever, playing drums, playing music. But when you stop to think about it, everybody is trying to just get acceptance, to feel accepted. You want to be accepted by God. You want to be accepted by your church or your congregation. You want to be accepted in your community, in your housing tract, or in your Pilates group in the morning. We try to get involved in communities. You know, for me, I'm involved in very involved in my congregation. I'm very involved in my drum community. But I've also gone into other kind of communities. Like I'm part of a small vintage Vespa scooter community. I'm part of a old school and big BMX community, bicycle community. And I just want to feel like I'm accepted in those communities. I belong. I have a vintage scooter, so I'm a part of this. I'm into ska music, so I'm, I belong. I'm part of it. Or think about how guys act. You know, I, I always look at younger college guys or something like that, you know, and their whole thing is to, I don't know, in my day it was get numbers, get, you know, hook up, like get with girls, get acceptance from a female Vice versa. Think about the music community. The music community, this is especially evident. Man, I mean, it's crazy. Like, you want to be accepted by your band. You want to, you audition just so you can get into this band. You know, you lay it all on the line. You let other people judge you to see if you can get accepted. You try to get accepted into a music school. You try to get accepted by the audience that you're playing for. You just want them to like your music. That feeling of when the audience is listening to you and loves what you're doing, they applaud, they cheer. Man, that's a big feeling for me. 
That's a big feeling. The first time I went on tour and I was playing in a place where they didn't speak the language that our songs were in, you know, our, our songs were in English and they couldn't speak that language, but somehow they knew the lyrics to our songs and they were singing them back to us. Wow. Huge, huge deal for me. So everything that we do, it seems like we want acceptance, right? We want to feel like we belong. We want to feel like we're good enough. I think about companies that have that kind of aesthetic. You know, the way companies, they run their business or their motto or their, their tagline or anything like that. You know, if you look at some of the major companies like Nike, uh, they don't really tell their sales technique is really bizarre to me. They don't really tell you, you know, like like how our drum industry is. Our drum industry tells you it's very technical about, you know, like this symbol sounds like this or, you know, this this these drums have the best, you know, resonating tones or whatever. But like Nike doesn't tell you, OK, our, our shoes are made with the, the best leather. Or our shoes have the the Air Max thing that that air cushion that you step on that make them extremely comfortable. Uh, or you know our shoes make you you know they're like collectors' items where people are dying to know what the new Nikes are that are coming out, and and it's created this culture of shoe heads and you know all that stuff. Nike's ads always feature the athlete they feature their slogan just do it or they'll feature something like that but then it causes you to think okay well if i wear nike's then maybe i can be like this great athlete that i admire and thus i'm accepted because the athlete is accepted on his team in community he's wealthy he has money Everybody likes him. People want to be like him. And so if I wear those shoes, then I can be like him. I mean, that's been like the thing since forever. You get these shoes, you can run fast. Every time I got new shoes when I was a little kid, I'd be like, yeah, but check out how fast I can run in these shoes. Was it true? I mean, I don't know, but it made me feel like I could run fast. So at the end of the day, Everything that is kind of in our society, in our world, is just so we can get that little piece of acceptance. Like I mentioned, social media. I mean, people are just posting, like, if you go on TikTok, the, the nonsense that's on there. I mean, if TikTok's your thing, that's your thing. I'm on TikTok. It's fine. But, like, I see so many people that are just so desperately trying to just get that little bit of acceptance. If I get enough likes, I can finally feel accepted. If I get enough people to comment, or if I, if I you know, the bar is raised so high for me that if I don't have 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers or a million followers, then I'm just not accepted. So what do I have to do to get that? Well, I have to pay for ads. Or I have to, if, you know, I see so many girls, young girls, wearing scandalous clothes, doing nothing, just doing nothing, just letting their parts hang out and are almost out just so they can just generate enough likes. It works. People like it. But 
Man, what a desperate way to be. Just to get that, you'll do anything to get acceptance. Anything. That's what I see a lot of. I guess to clearly understand, though, we have to understand what acceptance is not. So what is the opposite of acceptance? Well, I can tell you what it is for me. Uh, the opposite of acceptance is obviously somebody who doesn't accept me, somebody who doesn't accept you. So, man, do I see this a lot as well on social media. Uh, I mean, you see somebody who is desperately trying to get followers on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever, especially TikTok. I see this so much on TikTok. Again, the same example of the girls that are letting their parts hang out and bounce and do whatever they are trying to do to get followers, to get attention, to get people to see them. Go through and read the comments and you'll see how many people are like, Straight up trolling, straight up hating, straight up bullying. I mean, yeah, is it lame that somebody is that desperate that they're putting themselves and by themselves, I mean like themselves. They're not leaving much to the imagination out there just to get followers and just to get people to accept them and like them. Is it cool? I mean, I don't think so. I think it's really desperate and lame. That's what comes across. But the people who are bullying you or trolling you, that's not acceptance. They won't accept that. They don't accept what you're doing. Okay, well, that's, that's, maybe that's a poor example. But think about bullies. Think about bullies. There's a documentary on Netflix called Bullies, I think. Bully, bully. It's just bully. Singular. Dude, watch that and you'll see what the what the opposite of acceptance is. I can't even get through that whole documentary. It's so it makes me emotional. I feel that's the word that comes to mind. I feel like I just want to cry for these kids. It hurts my heart so much to see these kids suffering for no reason. For no reason. These people are just these kids in their school just will not accept them whatsoever. And uh, that's the opposite. A bully is the opposite of acceptance or belonging. Maybe they're intimidated by who you are. Maybe you're different. Maybe they don't agree with your beliefs or who you are. And so people have to act out on that. They refuse to accept it. They refuse to accept who you are because you're different. And they have to act on that. That's the, that's the opposite of acceptance for me. And there's plenty more, but that's what it is to me. It's the opposite of accepting somebody. But the thing is, for me, if I can get out of thinking... I just need people to accept me. How do I get people to accept me? How do I get my own community to accept me? Man, things are a lot different. Things are a lot better. So again, myself as an example, I've been a drummer since I was three years old. I've been a professional drummer since I was 14 years old. Many people know that. I've done a lot of touring in my career. I've played a lot of different places in this world. 
something I really love to do. I've played on TV. I've played uh, people's weddings. I've played for radio stations. I've had featured articles in magazines. I've taught people how to how to play drums. There's all kinds of things that I've done in my career. And it's what I do to earn a living. It's my livelihood. That's what I, that's what my job is. But even for me, there is, I mean, there's been most days up until probably recently, a lot of times where I can't even play in a room full of drummers. I feel like I can't even play. I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not accepted by my own community. The community where I've been earning a living since I was a teenager, I still feel like sometimes, yeah, I, I mean, you go ahead, but like if like there's an example of when I was at NAM show, NAM show is like the, the craziest place, especially for drummers. I mean, at least for me, many people would call it insecurities or inferiority complex or whatever, but it's just how I've noticed a lot of drummers feel this way. So at NAM show, you know, I've had to force myself, like force myself, envision me pulling myself by the shirt or by the ear like a mom pulling her kid and being like, bruh, just play. It ain't like you don't know how to play, just play. And I'm literally shaking. Like I don't know how to do this. <laughs> uh, you know, and so I know a lot of other people have felt that way. Or a lot of people force themselves to be like, no, I'm, you know, it, it's a different mindset. I'm the best at this, you know, kind of, kind of mindset. That's never been me. That's not me. Uh, so there was a day at NAMM show where there was a, a shed. It was a, it was a, you know, an event that a symbol company was having a shed and everybody who was like the dopest, uh, gospel chop, whatever, you know, just the top drummers in our, in our our community we're all there and um i just a couple weeks ago jp beauvais was on our show and i was telling him this exact story that i was there and my dad was like are you gonna go and and jump in you know and jump in on this shed for those of you guys who don't know what a shed is a shed is kind of like for people who don't know and are seeing it for the first time it looks a lot like a drum battle so it's a it's basically a group jam session, but only for drummers. Drummers take, you know, they trade bars and they it's kind of like a rap battle, but for drums. Okay. So you you take your your four bars or whatever it is and you solo, you play your best chops, or you play some chops that you're working on, and then the next drummer goes. And you'll do that with like three or four drummers. We do it all the time at Drum Brigade when before the whole pandemic stuff. But anyways. So this was like a monumental shed though. This was like a historic shed where all the best drummers were there. My dad was like, are you gonna jump in? And I was like, heck no, are you crazy? And he's like, why not? And I'm like, because I'm not one of these guys. And so he didn't say much else. He was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then uh, for me, standing next to me, JP, JP Bouvet was there. This was Mohawk JP Bouvet back in the day, like 10 years ago or 12 years ago or something, 15 years ago. And uh, I, I was talking to him. For some reason, I related to him. I don't know why. We were just like hanging and just chatting. And 
And I was like, man, this is, this is crazy, right? And he's like, yeah, totally. And then no sooner that he said that, he jumped on the drums and like blew me away. Like, dude, this white dude with a mohawk just jumped in on all these gospel drummers and slayed it. And that taught me a big lesson that like it, it started with him. His confidence was like, man, I mean, it's not like I don't know how to play drums. And who cares if everybody in this room is like, oh, this guy sucks or this guy's not as good. So anyways, my point is this. When you feel accepted, a lot of the other stuff doesn't really matter. You know, you don't have to really go through your whole life feeling like I need this. I need to be accepted. I need, I need, I need. It, it's it. Things change. It means you can unapologetically be yourself. So that's an affirmation that I have to constantly tell myself. I can unapologetically be myself. I learned that through starting the drum brigade. You know, when I started the drum brigade, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what we were doing. I didn't know, you know, I was trying to come up with a cool product because that's what you do in our drum industry. You make a cool product. Everybody wants to buy it and you just start little and you grind and until you make it. Then you outsource all your materials to China and then you find the cheapest way to do it and then you get distributed by Big Bang Distribution and you've made it. It sounds pretty simple. That is definitely not how it works. If you're going that route, dude, I feel for you. Sorry, but that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, anyways, so what I started doing is just hanging out with my drum friends, my buddies, a lot of the guys that you hear on the show, uh, Kevin Higuchi, Matt Smith, Tim Fig Newton, Funky Phil, and I just kind of started thinking about it as a skateboarding team. You know, like skateboarders, for some reason, the skateboarding community seems like they have this all figured out. You can identify as a skater and you're accepted. And you're just learning or you're the best skater in the world. It doesn't matter. You're a skater and we accept you. I love that. I love that. I mean, I've been in this, into skateboarding since I was a little kid, and that is the vibe I got right away from skateboarding industry. So I started trying to hang out with my buddies and feel that, that kind of camaraderie feeling of, man, you're a drummer, I'm a drummer, let's hang out, let's shed. I would purposely put myself in situations where I was the worst drummer in the room, and I found out that like a lot of the guys that were in that room didn't think I was the worst drummer in the room. I was the one who thought I was the worst drummer in the room. And at the end of the day, I found out that we all have something in common. We all grew up watching the same videos. We all grew up watching the Dennis Chambers in the pocket. And we all grew up watching the Buddy Rich Memorial tapes with, you know, Vinny and, and Dave Weckl and, Steve Gadd and, and all the Dennis Chambers and Greg Bissonette and Louis Belsom and all those, all those great videos. We all grew up doing the same thing. We all grew up hanging out, shedding, listening to, to music. We, we all grew up doing the same thing because we're drummers. We're drummers. 
in my community. Now, this, this isn't only for drummers, but I'm just saying in my community, that's what I realized. That man, like my best friend was also a drummer and it was like, I never thought, gosh, man, this guy sucks. I always was like, man, this dude is, I want like, I want to show me what that lick was. I want to play that. I want to do that. I want to make my drums sound like that. And it was vice versa. We fed off each other. And then I started realizing that in my community, this small community of four or five guys that I started building, I could be myself and then I could play like myself and I could mess up and laugh and we could all laugh together, but it wasn't like I wasn't accepted. It was just, I messed up, that's it. Let me try again. And my friends accepted that. In my community, I accepted their thing. It was never, when I went in a shed situation, I would never ever be like, bro, this guy is a horrible drummer because he messed up. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work like that. When somebody flubs, it's like you just let them try again because you want to see what that fill or that lick sounds like, you know, and, and have their twist on it. I don't know. It's like, man, it, it changed everything for me. Unapologetically, I could be myself. I think about some of these, some of my favorite, you know, like mentors or actors or people that society looks up to. So for me, one of the biggest people that I think is just great is Jeff Goldblum. Haven't seen his movies, but no, I'm just kidding. Jeff Goldblum, to me, is just so smooth. He's so confident. He has got so much style. I love the way he acts in his movies. I think he's so unique and different. He's a jazz pianist and a singer. But when you watch, I don't know if you guys have seen that on, on Disney+, Plus, the, the his show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. That dude is unapologetically himself in every situation he goes into. He dresses like him. He acts like him. He always says that he's, he's a little kid in his own body. He, he's unapologetically that. The way that he talks, the way that he, it's infectious and everybody wants to be around him. It isn't because he's this incredible actor and this rich, wealthy guy who has a stylus and you know on all uh, all that stuff it's because he just accepts himself he's unapologetically himself and that's what he is think about elon musk the the inventor of tesla and many other stuff spacex and all that stuff that's one of the weirdest guys i've ever seen in my life that dude is so odd when you hear him talk, he does not sound like he's sure of himself, in my opinion. He does not sound like a guy that has everything scripted and he's, he's a, this amazing, fantastic public speaker. But Elon Musk is unapologetically himself and he's not going to let anybody tell him that he can't do something. Do you think that Elon Musk sits at home and is like, man, somebody already thought of electronic cars, so I guess I can't do it. I mean, he is the, 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 when you think of anything like that, the leader in technology, he is the guy. He is the guy. If Elon Musk came into the room and he wasn't who he was, 
people might not accept him because he's odd. He doesn't have a, a way of speaking that everybody else is used to. And yet he's one of, if not the most successful entrepreneurs, businessmen, people in the world. He's unapologetically himself. So what it means to me is that you accept people for who they are, no matter what. So that, again, like my wife said, is a scary subject. Because that could mean to some people, well, if I accept everyone, that means I have to agree with what they believe. And, and then I have to change what I believe because I have to accept them and who they are. And no, that's not what it means. It means that you are just okay with people being who they are. That's their decision. If you don't agree with their lifestyle or you don't agree with their beliefs or you don't agree with their political views or whatever, that's like them telling you you're, you can't have your political views or your beliefs or your convictions. So it's okay that they're different. That's up to them. That's between them and God, their family, themselves, it's, it's them. But it's okay to not get in the way of, you're getting in the way of yourself if you're, getting, if you're caring so much about that. So it's okay to just accept them and be like, man, that's cool. I don't agree with you, but that's cool. I don't have to hate you or not accept you or troll you or hate on you or bully you. If you, if you believe something different than me, that's okay. We can have a conversation and I can tell you why I believe what I believe and why I think it would benefit you, but you don't have to believe it. You don't have to accept it. That's cool. If somebody's different from you, they have disabilities or they're who knows what, you know, sometimes people are for some reason intimidated by that, but you don't have to make them unacceptable. You know, it's like, man, you could probably learn. There's, I was just reading this book with this guy that has no legs and no arms. He became a public speaker and he influences people all the time. He's one of the biggest influencers, public speakers. At, he speaks at colleges and does all these different things and he's a success in his community. But people's first impression is probably like, oh my God, I don't want to talk to that guy. He's got no arms and no legs. That's weird. Is it though? Sometimes we also think about not accepting ourselves or not feeling accepted, feeling inferior because somebody is better than you at something. Again, back to my thing about the NAM show and feeling like I can't play and I can't, I can't jump in that, that mix because they're all better than me, man. That's a crazy subject. That's another, that's another podcast episode that I can spend an hour on and I probably will, but that can't hold you back from feeling accepted. As soon as you stop feeling that feeling, it's so easy to do these days. All, I mean, dude, you scroll through Instagram and you feel like all I see on my Instagram feed is drummers that are just blowing my doors off. But as soon as I changed my thinking into it's all right, like that guy is good and I admire what he just did. 
here's my version of that. Or it's okay, I'm accepted in my community. I can play drums too. I might not be as good as that. I might be better than that. But as soon as I stop thinking, oh my gosh, man, how am I ever going to get that good? Things changed in my mind. So then when that happens, you can improve without limitations. You can improve without setting the bar so high. You can improve and you can feel accomplished in whatever it is that you're doing. So again, for me, playing drums, being a drummer, whenever I think that's, that I'm inferior, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. I, I've caught myself thinking, my gosh, man, I need to be a better drummer. I need, to, I, need to, I, I need to be like that. I need to be a better teacher. Like if I'm, if I'm not Mike Johnston, then I'm not really doing this. If I'm not Drumeo, then I'm not really doing this. I mean, that's a really discouraging way to think. I'm thinking like that in my own head. And then I have to stop and think, well, wait a minute, man. I've been doing this a long time and I, and I have a lot of accomplish, accomplishments in this too. I, I listed a lot of my accomplishments in the drum industry earlier in this podcast. Do I have to walk around proving that to everybody? No, man. I just got to prove it to myself. I've done a lot. And so for you, it's the same. You got to think about what you can do. Stop thinking about what you can't do and comparing yourself to other people. You have to feel accepted in your own community, in whatever it is that you're doing, you have to accept yourself. You have to feel like, I I may not be the best, but man, I can do what I do. Again, another podcast, Finding Your Strengths. Oh, we'll get into that. But it starts there, acceptance. Okay, so for me, my goal is to set First of all, I've been working all week to come up with a credo and, you know, change, you know, for the longest time, our, our motto is camaraderie over competition. This year, January 1st, 2021 is when we're, we still believe that camaraderie over competition, but we're changing that. So, uh, I've had to come up with a credo, you know, if you don't know what a credo is, it's like your, your core value. And you need to know what that is and why. Okay, so for me, I want to create a belonging culture. Okay, and so what that means is we need to change the way people are always going to think or people are always going to be the way that they are. That's just what it is. People are always going to feel inferior. People are always going to try to intimidate you with their greatness People are always going to, you know, do everything that I just talked about. There's always going to be bullies. There's always going to be that stuff. But for me, the way I want to change the world, big statement, I know, but the way I want to change the world is creating a belonging culture. You feel that you belong to something. You're a part of something. Okay. You're together with other people that are like-minded and you can get a lot 
more done that way when you have a support group, when you feel that you belong, you feel that you can unapologetically be yourself. You know, there's a, a, a scripture that says there's more happiness in giving than there is in receiving. Many people have heard that. A lot of people know that. That's a very common thing. It's, it's, you know, it's one of the golden rules, I guess you can say. But if you really experience that, have you ever gotten to receive the ultimate compliment? I used to have my students go up to other drummers, like other teachers, and say, hey, you know what, um, teacher so-and-so? Man, you have such a great pocket. And the teacher's face would be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Or, hey, teach, you have perfect time. Those are like the best compliments you can give a drummer. Man, you have the greatest feel. Wow, thank you so much. Okay, well, that compliment really helped the teacher, but it also helped the student. The student felt great to give a compliment to somebody else. If you've never experienced that, try to do the pay it forward thing at Starbucks. Like, try it. Try it this week. I know times are tough for us right now, this whole, especially musicians, you know, but if you have a couple extra bucks, when you're in the drive-thru at Starbucks, ask the lady, hey, can I ask you what the person behind me got? Most of the time, it's a sandwich and a, and a coffee or something. You don't have to do this every time, but just try it. I just want to get their coffee or I just want to get their, I'll pay their meal. It's going to be what, eight bucks? Just try it. Get your coffee and get theirs and then drive away and don't wait for a thank you. Don't wait for accolades. Don't wait for any of that. Just buy their coffee. See you later. And that's it you'll feel the most extreme rush of happiness, an extreme rush of what did I just do? Probably ever. I mean, it's like the biggest rush. It's like skydiving. I've never skydived, but <laughs> for me, it's, it's like playing a concert. I mean, it's like a big rush, that feeling of giving to others, giving a compliment to somebody is amazing. If we build that culture of belonging, hey, you know, I don't know what you guys are doing, but over here, I, I fit in. I'm with other people that feel the same way I do. That's very powerful. So we can improve and do all these things. I mean, the sky is the limit. It changes our whole way of thinking. It's very, very important for, for any of us, especially in the music industry. It's very different. I mean, then all of a sudden you're feeling creative and you're, you're, you have ideas and you're just, you're moving forward and you're making progress and you feel good about yourself and you don't care what other people are going to think. If they don't like it, sorry, that's cool. You're not part of this then. You're not part of this belong culture, this belonging culture, this acceptance culture. You're not part of it. So go be in your like dark, sad bullying culture. Go have fun doing that. But over here, man, we're getting stuff done. We're having fun. We're complimenting each other. We're giving, we're receiving. It's like amazing over here. Really crazy and important. So my credo as of today, 
you know, I'm not sure if this is what will stick, but this is what it is today. My credo is I'm accepted, I belong, and so do you. I'm accepted, I belong, and so do you. So what does that mean to me? It means that I'm accepted. I'm confident in who I am. It's okay that I'm different and unique. It's okay that I might have different beliefs or convictions or integrity than you have. But I'm around people like me and who support me. And if you don't, it's cool. It's cool. Go do your thing. But we're over here. I belong. It means I'm part of something. I'm with other people that are like-minded and that get me and what I'm about. If you don't, that's cool. Go do your thing. And so do you. That means I accept you for who you are, what you do, what you believe. I accept it, even if it's different from me, even if it's different from what I believe. Even if I don't agree with you, I still accept you for what you do and who you are. It's cool. You can sit here with us. That's what it's about for me. That's what acceptance means to me. And I hope that's what acceptance means to you. So as of now, January 1st, 2021, Drum Brigade is acceptance. I'm accepted, I belong, and so do you. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to the Acceptance Podcast under Drum Brigade. Yes, sir. So excited about this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it helps you. And uh, yeah, looking forward to doing more. Of course, any of the information, if you would like to be accepted, ah, see what I did there, by the Drum Brigade and belong to something cool that's making a difference in the drum community and the world, then of course, visit drumbrigade.com. If you'd like to know information about myself, it's coreykingston.com, K-O-R-E-Y. K-I-N-G-S-T-O-N, all the bands that I play in and all that stuff. And so I hope you guys have a beautiful and wonderful day, and I hope that you guys have a better year than we had last year. Oh, yes. Drop from the